I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is the Anatomy of a Scream Pod Squad Network. Welcome back, everybody, to the Art of Sapes on the Anatomy of Screen Pod Squad. My name is Bobby Torres with a Z, not an S. And I'm joined here today with my lovely lovely friend, Jamie Howard. How are you? I'm good. Um, I love that we basically just cut up for an hour before we finally yes. pressed record. <laughs> I love that. You know, we got to catch up. You know, we, we got to catch kiki. up and talk about um, yes. <laughs> uh so bobby uh where can they find you and what are your shows yeah so um bobby Torres with fizzy with, with fizzy not an s like i said bobby likes to spook you on youtube uh bobby Torres twitter instagram and also i'm one half of you know host of the people under the scares podcast and you can yes. find me here what about you um you can find me watching your youtube channel and also <laughs> <laughs> just constantly i'm like the, as soon as a video goes up i'm like oh there it is um also i am a host of the bloody broads pod so we're at bloody broads pod and i'm an actor and you can find me on twitter at glitter burrito and this week i'm super excited because you found us a fantastic short to cover yes i'm excited for this one um i looked at all right so i definitely did the whole judging is judging the book by his cover type of thing same Um, And then also I read the description. I said, you know what? This seems fun. It doesn't seem too heavy. And I feel like it would be right. a great time. And I'm actually happy with this choice. I had fun watching this. 
Oh, I did too. I thought it was so cute. Um, so we're covering Death in Charge, which is written and directed by Debbie Snively. Um, quick log line, quick little elevator pitch for the short. Um, it is an inpatient single mom who leaves her nine-year-old daughter, Whitney, with death, carelessly mistaking the dark-cloaked, scythe-carrying reaper for her tardy babysitter. Whitney teaches death about life's mini marvels through violent video games, macaroni and cheese, and the magic of sea monkeys. But when Whitney reveals some dark tendencies of her own, it's up to death to lighten things up before returning to its grim duties. Uh, right off the bat, I just want to say that this was so cute. This was very yes. like rated R Pixar almost. <laughs> yeah. I, I agree. I wasn't all right. So jumping into this right away, like I don't, you know, I don't want to like jump too far ahead, but like just the beginning of this cracked me up because at first I didn't know what time period we were in with the music Same. and the babysitter making out with her boyfriend in the car, and then she dies, and then we get into the whole situation with the mom getting ready in the bathroom, and before we get there, like you see the um, like you see the house, but it's yeah. Not- it's like a cartoon house or something. It's not really there. And I just love that. So, all right. So I know we're getting into um, more of a comedic type of short here. So I'm I'm okay with this. And um, it definitely set the tone for me because I was excited. I was like, okay, definitely yes. going to be getting people out of here in certain ways. And yeah. I, the lighting reminded me so much of... Um the part of Beetlejuice where they're showing like the miniaturized city <gasps> in the attic for the first yes. time. That's yes. exactly what it looked like. Like I even heard the like, like that music. And I was like, Oh my God, this is like 100% Tim Burton esque, but not in the way we would traditionally think of it. And then the right. other vibe that I got throughout the whole thing, not just from the lighting is from the show dead like me, which is one of my favorite mm-hmm. shows of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, super underrated. If you guys have never seen it, I'm pretty sure it's still on Hulu. There's only two seasons. So have at it. Uh, but it's also about grim reapers in a way. So it's very fitting. Um, and I also loved that we got kind of a, like you said, a what time period is this vibe? Uh, and also clearly Final Destination, because the the oh, original yeah. babysitter dies by tripping out of her convertible that she just right. finished making out with her boyfriend. I was like, how hard do you have to fall from your convertible to, like, smack your head on the pavement right. and die? Right. I Like, she falls flat on her face. I'm like, did she hit her head that hard? Like, yeah, I can see her probably, <laughs> like, falling on the floor. Like, ah, damn, but damn, like die from that like it wasn't even Listen, a rock right there in its place or something it was just do you know what it reminded me of do you remember that show a thousand ways to die yes that's exactly yes, what it reminded me of. <laughs> that's probably the inspiration for some of this because i i can't so the later death i can probably understand just a little bit yeah <laughs> i mean but this one right here i'm just like okay th- that's a stretch but sure i'll go well with this whole thing is a stretch obviously because death is personified in it but i do love that we have just enough of reality of kind of the bumbling single parent who's like trying to do her best like she's trying to get out the door for this date and of course whitney the little girl drags her later she's like she's not really a good mommy yeah (laughs) she was getting her she was getting her out of here. Um, and at first, I was like believing her because me I mean, too. Her, her mom clearly was just in the you know bathroom getting ready. And I mean, that's nothing wrong with that. But 
you could just tell she wasn't alert and aware of her surroundings because she had the whole cigarette. The cigarette I was going to say the trash can. And I'm like, okay, this, your trash can is on fire. And it take her like forever just to realize that her fucking <laughs> her trash can was on fire. And I'm just like, okay. And then, you know, she's calling for her daughter, but you have your music blasting loud and she's playing a video game super loud. So how is your daughter going to hear you? Even if she wasn't playing a video game, the music is loud. Like, and you tell her to get the door. <laughs> it was just, she wasn't just very much aware of anything. So not at all. And she was very much like, Hey, you should answer the door for your own babysitter, which right. <laughs> I know, listen, I know that there's always like a hot topic going around of like how Gen Xers were a lot of latchkey kids and that kind of yeah. stuff. And like, I was kind of sort of, you know, a latchkey kid for a little bit, even though I'm definitely not a Gen Xer. Uh, but there's a difference between that and just being a neglectful parent. So we do get yeah. teed up at the beginning to see her as super neglectful. Like, again, it's so funny because I was just about to say the thing about the cigarette that falls in the trash can, which it's hilarious because she's like spraying hairspray or something yes. at the same time. And yeah. I was like, this is how you make a flamethrower. Like, let's right. pump the brakes. Uh <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I thought this was just such a cute little moment, you know, kind of right after that. Thankfully we do get death arriving and then the mom's like, Oh, you're, and she goes to say death and she cuts her off. The mom cuts her off and says, Debbie. And I lost it. So was was the mom already drunk? Like what was going on? Cause she just seemed to not, or was she just cuckoo bananas from the start? Because <laughs> like I was going to ask you the same thing. Like why <laughs> she a hooded figure whose face that she cannot see walks right. into her house with a sight like a you know the a big, big thing that they carry yeah yeah and it's like oh you're the babysitter huh <laughs> what <laughs> wait can we talk about the first visit that she get it was a little girl Girl Scout that knocked on the door. And- <laughs> She says, I'm selling cookies. And then she goes, do you know what those would do to my thighs? thighs, Ma'am, diet culture, toxic. She she, she closes the door and the little girl girl calls her a bitch. I was like, yo. (laughs) That's what sold me on this. This whole, like, I was like, all right, I'm in. Because at first I was like, oh, no, like, this is too campy. I don't know if I'm going to like this in a short. Because when you're doing camp in a feature, I think it's really easy to go deep on some things and kind of let yeah. the camp speak for itself. But in a short, you really gamble doing a lot of high camp because it gives the audience less time to quote unquote, get it, you know, yeah. like I can't imagine John Waters doing a short now, you know? Oh no, no, definitely <laughs> not. <laughs> definitely not. I need a full feature from that person because yeah, John Waters, <laughs> I love him. I do too. What a, <laughs> What a man. Uh, But then we get the cute. Oh, Siri thought I was talking to her. (laughs) I got it. I'll edit that. Um, So we get the very funny rush, you know, opening of, okay, you're the babysitter. And she prepays her, which to me is very like, you're not getting a tip. Like, here's Mm -hmm. what you're getting kind of moment. Yeah. And then they start you know, playing and Whitney, the little girl teaches Debbie, who's just decided to go by Debbie, not Dev, Mm -hmm. how to play this incredibly violent video game. Uh, Yeah. Death was like, Oh, this is exactly me. Like this is my shit. And what I thought was cute was when uh, Whitney asks her if she's goth, she's like, are you goth? Oh yeah. (laughs) 
I mean, at least you said goth because most people will be like, oh, are you gothic? Or they would say gothic. And I'm like, no, it's goth. That's what oh, that's I know. Who we are. Yeah, instead she, of saying, are you gothic? <laughs> she was like, so she, uh, you're, she said, oh, I'm too young to be goth, but my mom yeah. tells me I'm very morbid. For, yeah. As soon as she said that, I was like, oh, no. Right. Oh, no. Like, we have a problem. Sure um, yeah. But the actress that plays Debbie slash death is phenomenal. I mean, oh, I yeah. just, I thought she was incredible. No, I thought she was great as well, especially just her not knowing things and just seemed very impressed by everything that Whitney was showing her, like showing her how to play the video games, um, make macaroni and cheese. And <laughs> that that was so, I think that, like you said, this whole thing was cute and it's weird because this is a little girl showing, I guess, an entity. I don't want to say adult because this is a, a, a demonic. An immortal being. <laughs> yeah, a mortal being. So it's just like, uh but just showing it, I'm going to say, um, just all these things and it just being just curious about like, oh, this, this, is, this is good. I love this. And then the part that got me was the sea monkeys. Oh, because, yes. All right. So I felt bad for those sea monkeys because Whitney did not have to kill them. I'm like, I gagged. I was just like, why did she do She said, she said, these are dumb and like right. shut them into the carpet. And I was like. <laughs> little bitch listen you don't have to kill the sea monkeys and poor debbie was like enjoying them she was like she had like childlike wonder you know she captured that really well like you said between that and the mac and cheese i was just like oh no i feel bad for death like i genuinely feel bad for her when she was leaning over that pot of mac and cheese and she was like (laughs) that's how the cheese sauce is made i was like who amongst us has not had that moment after maybe a little too much Yes. And been like, I, I need mac and cheese right now. <laughs> right now. Actually, I want something right now. As we no, no. My stomach uh, growled earlier, right before we started yeah. recording. And I was like, oh, no. Um, <laughs> and now I'm getting hungry talking about that good ass mac and cheese. Um, yes. But yeah, she just yanked the uh, or shoved the sea monkeys. And I was like, right. they, what did they do to you? Like, and then the death was like, oh, they're dead now or something like that. And I'm just like. Damn, Whitney. I mean, I, I mean, I, all right. I was disappointed too growing up with sea monkeys because I remember it was a school trip. We went to a school trip. My mom came along with me and we went to um, Washington, D.C. and we went to this place. And then they had like a um, like a gift shop or something. I got sea monkeys, the little, yeah. little kit, like how Whitney had. And I took it home. I was excited because I thought it was going to look like the, the little sea monkeys mm-hmm. on the picture. So I waited, like I did the whole thing. And I think, I don't know, it took 24 hours. It didn't work instantly, like how this short did. And it took like a day. And I looked at them and I seen like how it looked in the movie. Like they look like little shrimp thingies. And I'm just like, yes, this doesn't look like the fucking sea monkeys on the picture. What happened? They gagged me. But I didn't shove them into my carpet. Like, <laughs> just, you Listen, know, dehydrated them. Like, you just. <laughs> like many things uh, from our childhood of the 90s, they were disappointing. You know, yeah. reality versus what we were sold. Um, and I, I also thought it was so funny that this little girl had no middle ground right like she was either cutesy you know making mac and cheese teaching her how to play the video game albeit a very violent video game um but she should not be playing i mean at least no household my parents would not have that it was like uh -uh. oh it has guns and violence no no we got in trouble for playing mortal kombat one time Uh, mortal kombat on like 
Yes, on the OG Sega Genesis. Yes. I <laughs> I actually had that. My mom see my mom didn't have a problem with that. She had a problem with like when we got more into the shooting games and Grand Theft Auto. Right. That's when it became an issue. Well, and I feel like I bring this up on like almost every podcast I've been on lately, um, just because it's relevant. Yeah. Uh, it's very interesting to me to see the shift in horror media and media in general post Columbine yeah. and how it was viewed for kids to have guns. Right. Because like, think about, I just think about like the fifties and the sixties, you know, my dad's in his sixties. So late sixties, early seventies of his childhood, he would play cowboys and, you know, Indians, cops and robbers. And he would play these games. I mean, my mom still has a scar underneath one of her eyes where they literally took a uh, BB gun, but with like pellets and they were playing it in the backyard and her brother like shot her in the, in the face with oh my it. God. But like, I mean, she was fine, but like, cause it was plastic, but like it was the seventies and everyone was like, Oh, yeah. ha ha. You rascals. If that happened today. Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh my God. Can't imagine. And so that's what makes it even more shocking when Whitney pulls her little pistol out of her <laughs> bedside table. She said, hey, Ma, I got heat. She, she, she was like, here it is. <laughs> she like, I got something for her when she get home. <laughs> she said, I have the stillness of peace because I keeps a piece of steel. She, <laughs> she was like, she was like, I really do want to kill my mom. Pulls yeah. out this cute little pistol, which looks like a toy, but it's clearly not. And then explains that, like, you know, my mom's not really a good mom. Yeah. I've really fantasized about, you Which know, getting rid of her. Even, even as a child, like, she knew that that her mom wasn't being, I guess, a good parent in her eyes. And it took death for her to say, like, oh, well, this is what may happen if you go along with that. It might seem good, but then this is where you might end up. And it has her thinking a little bit. Yes. And when death was like, and then you get to go live with your cool aunt if they don't take you to jail. Very, uh, very scared straight tactics, which I was like, all right, I see what we're doing here. Uh, I don't know. How did we feel yeah. about the ending? Because I have mixed feelings, if only because um, I I wanted it to be a little more uplifting. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> she slips on that and then she falls um, right onto a army truck car, like a little toy army uh, truck with the little um, thing poking out and it goes right into her eye and she's now dead. And I'm just like, damn, I, I low-key wanted them to, you know, had, like I wanted to see their relationship play out a little bit better now that she has these changed feelings about her mom. And yes. maybe the mom is good. This is just how she's viewing it. But I guess you get what you wish for. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It was very, um, it was a real monkey's paw situation to me. Yeah. Like a real, um, you know, genie situation where they try to trick you by making your wish super convoluted. Um, and also, I was really interesting to me that she had a tank to play with, which oh, is yeah. generally a very you know, masculine little boy's toy yeah. marketed that way. Mm -hmm. But everything she owned, even the way she dressed was very, what we would call tomboy. Yeah. But she was just a badass little kid too. Like she, <laughs> she, she was like, I want my mama dead. Yeah. Uh, I mean, 
I just and I did feel bad for her at the very end when she slumped over her mom's body in the kitchen crying. Yeah. Um, also, I did think it was on a lighter note. I did think it was pretty funny when they showed the scenarios of like what could happen. And after they said, uh, you know, you could go to live with your cool aunt or you could go to jail. The yeah. older girl sitting next to her. <laughs> Doing like, this. Pounding her fist. Pounding her fist. <laughs> I was like, no, what in the little, too. listen, I was like, what in the little rascals? Like, why right. are we, <laughs> this is so cartoony. But I, I looked at some of the director's other stuff and it kind of has a similar vibe, which I can appreciate. But again, overall, I just wish we would have gotten a little bit more out of the ending than just the mom, you know, slips, falls, dies immediately. Cause yeah. I wondered as soon as I saw her, as soon as I saw death, look down at that Mac and cheese spot. I knew it was coming. Right. Like I was like, mm-hmm. all right, the mom's going to come home. She's going to slip on this and she's going to, I thought she was going to maybe smack her head on the oven or something. I don't know. Um, or a well, knife. You know, in the Jamie, kitchen. that's probably not going to happen because <laughs> you see at the beginning of this, the girl literally just fell out the car and died just by hitting her. I know. I was so. like, well, at the beginning, I thought that girl had an aneurysm or something at first. Yeah. I was like, what is this? Um, no, but I I think overall this was a very solid pick. Um, I'm glad that you chose this one and maybe judged a book by its cover a little bit. Um, <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Uh, would you watch a feature length of this? No. Um, <laughs> I... <laughs> I, I, I do like the, <laughs> I do like the short a lot, but I don't think it's worth a, a, a feature length, you know, type of time. Yeah. I feel like maybe an hour, like I can do an hour of this or maybe 30, 30 minutes to an hour. You know, I think it's fine. It will make a cute little episode like on American Horror Stories or something like that, you know, something of its own. Um and yeah, but not like a full hour thirty or two hour because it's. I'm so glad. No, I'm so glad you said that because I literally was like, "Oh, this is an episode of American Horror Stories," like waiting to happen. Yeah. Um, we definitely don't need a full hour of like a buddy movie scenario of death and the little girl. Although that's very cute, but we have uh, what's the cartoon Billy and Mandy? Um. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Uh, Maybe that was inspiration too, a little bit. Hmm. That's what I thought of that and dead like me. And I, I'm just going to tell everybody, keep telling them to watch that show. um, Cause it's just so funny, but it was really interesting to me too, that like this director and she also wrote it. She really knows how to put a button on a short. And I think a Mm -hmm. way that you really can't do in other genres, maybe comedy, but I just can't, I think that's why horror shorts in general work so well because you yeah. can have them be these little like 30 minute to 20 minute episodes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes that can be difficult too, though, because there's like doing the alter tapes for a while. Like I came across a lot of shorts um, and some of them I love to see a full feature film in just because they were that good. And I wanted to see more to hit the potential. And some of them was, why did this get made? <laughs> you know, it's cool, but yay. Um, so yeah, it's, I mean, I mean, that's why we have these, you know, they're shorts for a reason and there's potential here, but I mean, if I can get a list of all the shorts I've seen that could be turned into movies, I'll give them money. Like, look, make this into a <laughs> role. Cause they were, some of them were that good. This one, again, it's, 
a cute little mini episode um perfect for a short but if they were to add you know extra 20 minutes i wouldn't be mad i wouldn't be mad. yeah yeah. I want to have an extra 20 minutes of explaining how the babysitter dies at the beginning when she falls out of her car. Yeah. <laughs> Can we get, yeah. A, get a physics lesson on that? Please no, I mean, do. yeah, I, like I said, we're in agreement. I enjoyed it, but I enjoyed it for what it was. I liked it as yeah. a short. Um, I think I'm going to give this like a three and a half out of five, just because there okay. were some choices at the beginning that I was like, the heck not even the babysitter dying but like the original one just the mom in the bathroom like i think we could have gotten that point across that she wasn't paying attention with maybe one knock at the door and then just the cigarette in the trash can which i thought was hilarious gave me very matilda vibes too like okay yeah i feel like this is matilda but out for revenge (laughs) (laughs) the sequel (laughs) the sequel you know what i'm not mad at that i'm not mad at that i actually like that a lot (laughs) she just i will never get over her pulling out the exact same gun that like tyler perry uses for medea i'm sorry it's i'm not gonna get over it i was like is that a pearlescent handled pistol (laughs) like Listen, Medea popped out in this movie somewhere. Then this shit took a whole different. It took a oh my god, I would lose it. <sighs> well, like I said, I'm gonna give it a three and a half out of five. Do you wanna? Do you wanna give it a, a rating? Yeah. Um, I'll say I'll, I'll say three. Yeah, a three and a half. Um, or if you wanna, you know, give it, you know, something else, I'll say Sifes. Three and a half. Oh, <laughs> yes, that's cool, right? Um, yeah, I, I, I'll. I'll do that. Um, I feel like, I don't know, like from what every, like we were just talking about this whole entire story and it, what we just said about it is just, I think it's the truth. I feel like it doesn't really need much more. I mean, the only thing I probably would like more of is I'm the opposite. I want to see a little bit more from the mom because she actually like made me laugh and she's so like discombobulated and out of place that I want to see yeah. a little bit more from her and what made her like that. They can do like a quick flashback something the reasons why she's like that and the reasons why she's like neglecting her child um but other than that like yeah like i think it was cute it was fun and entertaining and if we if they just gave us a little bit more i would have been okay with it so yes do you know what they could have given us more of they could have given us a third person to come to the door like one more person between Mm -hmm. the Girl Scout selling cookies and then death. Like if they would have given us Ooh. one person in the middle, because then that would mirror the way Whitney interacts with death, which is the three things, the video games, the mac and cheese and the sea monkeys. Um, oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I like symmetry with storytelling. Yeah. It's, it's just a thing. Um, okay. Well, I'm going to say we both thoroughly enjoyed this, uh, you know, <laughs> yes. three out of five scythes. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, just a reminder, you can find Bobby as Bobby Likes It Spooky on YouTube and Bobby Torres with a Z, not an S on all of his <laughs> social media. I'm uh, Jamie. You can find me at Glitter Burrito on Twitter or as part of the Bloody Broads Pod at Bloody Broads Pod on all of our social media. Uh, bye, you guys. <laughs> bye. <laughs> <laughs> Scream Pod Squad. 
If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.